as I make my way. The fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, busting down that blow out of East San Ho. Well, they know my name. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. Oh, yeah, you damn right. It's me, it's me, it's a fantasy football hustler. We're bringing you FNT, and I'm here with the man, the myth, the legend. Bogart Scott Free. The two time back to back circle champion. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. What did you say? What what did you, what's your name? I said the two time what your name is. The two <laughs> my bad. I think you were in the matrix there. The two time back to back circle champion. Yeah. You know which one brought that on? I was on Instagram a little earlier. And I saw The Rock. He was on like that NBA on TNT show talking to uh, talking to Chuck and Big Shaq Daddy. And Shaq was like, hold on, hold on. When does that air again? And he started saying, he's like, it doesn't matter when it goes on the air. Yes. <laughs> oh, got him. So the, Rock, awesome. the Rock was dying laughing. Like he, <laughs> he couldn't stop. I, so listen, man, I would imagine like The Rock would be in a restaurant. He'd be like, hi, yes, welcome to, um, you know, a fancy pants restaurant, whatever this is called, right? Um, yes, uh, would you like to hear the specials today? Yeah, sure, I'd like to hear the specials. Well, it doesn't matter what the specials are. <laughs> I mean, if I was the one taking him in, you know, like if I was the host or whatever, just at the front desk, you know, like, oh, what's the name on the reservation? What is your name? It doesn't matter what your name is. Like, every chance. <laughs> just get the rock. Every... Hey, he's, I bet you he'll fight a motherfucker. I mean, it's he probably loves it, man. Like something that you came up with, fucking what, twenty five years ago at this point, or something like that. Like people still want to zing you, you know, because just that I mean, much part of pop culture. I'd imagine for like Lil John, you know, I mean, people when they see him, they still oh, yell yeah. like, "Okay, what?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's not even because of his career; it was because Chappelle did it. Yeah, because like, what was that? That was just on like one of. Well, I mean, I know he's no, done that it. Was, that, that was his thing on all his records. That was because I, I remember that one song. We're gonna get to some news here real quick, guys. Don't don't worry. Shout and, out to everyone record, in the he chat. Said, he said we got a lot to cover. Let's not get off the rails. I know we're getting off the rails in the beginning, so we could get right back on. I remember <laughs> that skit was so funny when Chappelle was talking about it because little John was still new, and I'm on the West Coast, so I didn't know who you know. I mean, barely knew yeah. who he was. Well, and, I mean, uh, he's we, like we this motherfucker. They, they act like they're going to rap the whole time, and they're just sitting there going, what? Okay. And then it's like they never get around to rapping in the song. <laughs> I mean, like, because during that time, too, it was like the early days of, like, choreographed dancing in the yeah. South. Like, the snap and lean music, like, lean with it music. And obviously, it was, you know, because it went hand in hand with drinking, you know, lean with, you know, permethazine with coding, for those that don't know. Yeah. You know 
mean? And uh, I mean, we, I mean, we had a decent, a decent exposure to Lil John out here in the West because Too Short was was real instrumental in them, you know, you yeah. know getting over. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean, and the crunk and hyphy, like, I mean, you know, it's not the same thing as different coasts, but same, same kind of vibe. You know, you're just drinking, you're getting fucked up, you're going wild. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, like, crunk was funny though because, like, you know what I mean? Like, you you couldn't be like anything but a black person saying that and not sound like corny. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What up, Zeb? Hey, and you said you want to get in on the squares? Just shoot me a DM. We still got some in the 650 sheet. And what up, Antonio? What up, David? What up, Ronald? Dion in the building. What up? What's happening? Oh, shit. And he said, I'm watching Dirty Grandpa. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Funny as fuck. I mean, Bad Grandpa was funny as hell, so I'm... <laughs> I'm curious how, how much farther is, uh, they take it. Johnny Knoxville. Like, it's hella, yeah, well, he's just doing it. It's just hella different skits, right? It's not It's not an actual scripted joint. Uh, well, I, maybe some parts are. For Bad Grandpa, there was some, there was a handful of parts that were, like, scripted. Like, there was one from Jackass 3 where, I don't know if it was 3 or 2, which one of the one of the movies, but where, uh, you know, he's 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 asking someone to help him bury his, his dead wife. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? The dude is like, you know, helps him dig the hole and then like, you know, help, you know, helps. He's like, you know, come on. And he brings the wheelbarrow out and it has the body. I don't know if I remember this correctly, but it was just like he damn there went through the whole thing with him. They're savages, man. Like, yeah, you just got to. I mean, number two was probably the craziest one. Number one was just hilarious. Like the random off the wall shit that they were doing. Like, like which one was the one where he put his dick in the sock and then he put this. <laughs> it was like a sock puppet. And then he <laughs> got and then bit by a fucking snake. Oh, man. <laughs> I think that was number two. I, I'm pretty sure it was. Okay. Man, those guys are savages. Yeah, I, I want to see number four. And uh, me and two of my friends who were like, addicted to jackass way back in the day we bought tickets to the steve-o show he's going on tour and it's like at the end of the month nice yeah, yeah he, i i don't know if he's still i i i've seen not live but i've seen one of his, nice. his uh seen one of his joints this is probably like six seven years ago but like he literally like like the way he finished the show was like he had a table and then there was like a higher table or, or, or like, or like uh, the stage. Yeah, he was on the stage, and then there was a table uh, off the stage, and they lit the table on fire, and he did like a somersault into the table and like broke the table. It was like, but yeah, like, Steve was fucking crazy. Like for anyone who hasn't seen like his first like DVDs that he came out with, I mean, <clears throat> he just really didn't want to get a job, and that's what it was. And he just found out that he could inflict a lot of pain on himself and like be okay with it. His, his he had a sister. Because apparently this dude, like, I mean, they moved. His dad was, like, a big wig at, like, Nabisco or something like that. Some shit like that, yeah. So, like, so he moved around a lot. And then even at one point, he, like, was, like, he was going to high school in, like, Europe. You know what I mean? And so he's been arrested all over the place. But to make a long story longer, his sister was, like, you know, you're a fucking clown. Like, you know, you, you, you think you could just clown around and think you're going to make it in life. And, like, he literally went to clown university after that. Like, like fuck it, I'm going to join the circus then. <laughs> And he got hired. He was he was in it. He was doing his thing, and pretty much the whole. I, I was because I've been diving down the Steve O podcast because he's the man. Yeah, I heard one of his stories where the reason why he stopped being a clown is because all the other clowns were like, "If Steve O is back next year, we all quit." 
Man, he was probably <laughs> fucking with everybody. He was probably gonna be the guy that like wouldn't catch you on the on the little, you know, the swinging things. Yeah, oh like, man, that'd be fucked up. He over there hanging on by his knees, and he just oh, <laughs> and just laugh. <laughs> Several people fell to their death. And damn it, Antonio. Okay, so bad. Uh, Dirty Grandpa's a comedy with Robert De Niro and Zac Efron. Mm, all right, okay. all right. I'm gonna have to go check that you out. Know is it on theaters right now? I mean, I'll, as soon as it hits digitally, I could get it on uh, on the Amazon Fire Stick. We just need to hit digitally somewhere. There's a couple years. This, that, I know. I know which one he's talking about now. That's been out for a cool minute. That's been out for like some years now. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. But uh, what was it? I've still never seen it though. But I, I do remember that trailer. But, <laughs> and but Ronald anyway. said, and Ronald said so. This is staying on topic. We're just getting it all out of the way right now. We're getting it all out of the way right now. Hey, How I'm about we help out Zeb and his uh, and his dynasty question? Then Let's we'll get go. on topic. Michael Pittman and two second round picks for Justin Jefferson uh, dynasty. I would get Jefferson. I mean, this seems. It. I'm uh, doing yeah, it. It, it seems like a lot, but okay, if this. How about if, if there's no IDP, if this is just a one QB dynasty, those second rounds are kind of meh. Anyways, it's really just all about the first round pick. So that's why I would do it. All right, look, I'm doing that because is it Kevin O'Connell? I can't remember the guy's name, but it's something O'Connell. But he's been the OC. He's been the OC for McVay every, uh, uh, this past season. And he was also a, a QC and like a like a OC assistant shit like that, right? But uh, he's gonna be the head coach for the Vikings. And if there's any kind of emphasis, or, or uh, in my emphasis, that's the word on you know how they targeted their number one in LA this year. <laughs> and you know, hey, listen, for what it's worth, people don't realize that Corky Kirk he throws for four thou wow all the time, at least. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, you know what I'm saying? So. Jefferson could be like a fucking 1,600-yard receiver yet next year easily. You know what I mean? <laughs> Antonio said I'd do that before he changes his mind. Yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, a guy like Jefferson, I mean, if we're talking about a, a brand-new startup draft, I mean, he's a top-five wide receiver, you know, getting drafted. So mm-hmm. that's probably the cheapest you're ever going to be able to get him right there. I, I would do it and not even be afraid of, like, you know, well, you know, maybe this is the only last year with Cousins and we got to worry about the quarterback situation moving forward. I'm trying to win now. Yeah. And fuck yeah. those second-round picks. You know what yeah. I mean? If, you if still got a hit with them. And like and, I said, and, if, it, if it's – fuck Michael Pittman. If it's non-IDP, if it's one QB, second-round picks mean nothing. Like, it, it's just – I mean, it's fluff. It's fluff at that point because all the best picks are going to be gone by, like, number nine or number ten in the first round anyways. Then you're, it's just a bunch of guys who you're kind of picking just because you like and you hope they'll pan out. All right, here we go. So we, we got a handful of things to talk about. Why don't we talk about the Jaguars real quick because I know we're not going to stay on there too long. So they locked in their OC, Press Taylor, and then they locked in their DC, Mike Caldwell. You know anything about either one of them? I do know. I was going to say, tell me what you know about the OC because I I didn't see that yet, so I haven't, and I'm not aware of that name. But I do know their DC. Um, he's a linebackers coach for the last couple seasons uh, uh, with uh, Todd Bowles. Okay. So you know, what I mean, I, I do like that because the lineage he's coming from. You know, what I mean, and it, you know, it makes me feel like the linebackers over there, like you know, obviously, yeah, Miles Jack and Josh Allen and and goddamn, um, he was a rookie. Uh, breakout lightweight uh, Damian Williams last year for the Jags. You know they're in safe hands. Yeah, 
in this so, case. I don't know about the OC. Let me what you got. So the OC, so he he was with um what's his name? Peterson uh the whole time, like with Philly. Okay. I don't know if, I don't know what year Peterson got there, but uh Taylor has been there since 2013. And pretty much yeah. once so, he got rid of that regime, then he went to the Colts for one year, um, maybe with the Carson Wentz or something, so maybe that's why they brought him over. The the way it worked out was um Chip Kelly's after his staff, when Chip Kelly got fired from the Eagles, a lot of his staff was kept on when they brought in uh, Peterson. Okay. In 2016. So that's okay. probably, there's the correlation there. Because he's probably, like you said, he's, this guy's been with the Eagles since 2013. Yeah. And he's had weird ass, like, I mean, I'm just looking at all of his, like, titles. Like, along the way, like, his title within the company. You know, like, what kind of coach is he? In the beginning, so before Peterson got there, uh, offensive quality control coach is what he was. So, okay, I, I really started looking into what a QC is. A okay. QC is like everything, bro, for the for the offensive coordinator or the head coach assistant. Like, so it's like assistant offensive coordinator. Is that like it's, it's quality control QC? Like, just you are handling everything that you need to handle. So, okay. like, like, okay, um, Sean McVay. Back in Washington, when 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 Kyle Shanahan was the OC, so before Sean McVay became the tight ends coach, he was the QC, and uh, they really like he he needed Sean McVay to do everything. I'm talking about like if it was a rainy game, you know, Sean McVay would have to go and take the play sheet and laminate them. You know what I mean? Because you know, so you're a glorified, you're a glorified gopher, but I bet yeah, it makes no, 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 but, but see, but check this out. It's not just like, oh, you know, make sure this laminate shit like that. Make no, sure, no, no. you know, it's also like during the game, he's he's one of the eyes up there in the box. Right. You know what I mean? Like, hey, how yeah. many yards, how many yards a game? How many, how many yards did we gain on that one? You know, yeah. this, you know, little things that you know, hey, what what do you what do you guys see on that? What was the coverage look like? You know what I mean? The devil like, is in the asked, details, and Sean McVay is a detailed motherfucker. Yeah, and, like, you know what's funny is, like, uh, Kyle Shanahan has, has hella stories about, like, how, like, when it was – it would be LaFleur and McVay, and he'd be like, all right, guys, 30-second timeout. What did you guys see? And they're arguing on the coverage. Yeah. Uh, it was it was McVay, Chris, man. Because no, McVay – because McVay has a photographic memory. Like, shit, yeah. there were, I don't know if you saw that TikTok or that Instagram shit where yeah. someone's like, back in 2013 or whatever, like, it was, um, it mean, was this play and like, what happened? And then he like yeah. said the exact play in NFL terms, like, not just like, oh, it was. You know, you know who's like that too? Uh, I mean, any good coach is like that, but Aaron Rodgers as a player, like, he'll like, he'll be like, yeah, it was, uh, it was week three, you know, um, uh, 2009 and uh, we were playing against the so-and-so it was a third and long and you know what I mean like he'll remember it's crazy because wrestlers are like that too like anytime yeah. you talk about a date or something they'll like yeah. remember exactly where the fuck they were and what match it was or whatever mm -hmm. crazy. I mean listen on a smaller scale like like I, I don't write any lyrics down when I write I'm it's all up here you know what I mean like I might spit it out loud here and there then when I'm ready I go in the booth lay it down you know what I mean I might not do a one take Jake. I might even be like, okay, I'm gonna do the first eight, then I'm gonna punch in. Like, you know what I mean? And then I'll remember when I hear the songs forever, I remember that that process. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what I was doing, yeah. what I was drinking, you yeah. know what I mean? What I was wearing in the lab that day. You know what I mean? Like what what I was going through that made me pissed why I did the song in this fashion, or you yeah. know what I mean? 
or even like when we're doing fantasy shit. You know what I mean? You know how many times have I brought something? You know what I mean? The photographic memory is a real thing. Oh yeah. Like I'll bring some shit out the cut. Like it was week three. It was fucking two minute drill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, so the Jags, they also – so there's some other news, non-football related, but Tony Khan. So he filed with the FEC to run for Congress in Damn, Florida's 4th Congressional District. So he's trying to be affiliated with the Jags, affiliated with AEW, and then go out and run for Congress at the same hey, time. Hey, he had a couple he, – he had a couple drinks with uh, with, with uh, the, the body Ventura. <laughs> Jesse Ventura was like, hey, you know, you can get into politics. All you gotta do. <laughs> I bet all the I bet the people that he asked were probably like, if I wish I would have did it earlier or when I was younger or some shit. I, like I'll that. say this though. Him being a minority, like this is the day and age where you can get fake support. Yeah. And it could propel you. You know what I'm saying? Like I saw an episode of uh uh South Park. I didn't really watch that shit in a minute, but they were talking about the origin of Tokyo token's name that it was actually told like the l is silent but he's named after he's named after the 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 art the author of uh lord of the rings right <laughs> and and it's funny because stan he just can't believe that everybody knew it did you know token's name is not token it's tolkien yeah i knew that yeah <laughs> did you know he's named after the author of lord of the rings yeah you didn't know that and he thinks like he's the only one but he doesn't want to admit that well, I, I thought you know you were your name token because you're the token black guy. You're the one black guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying it's just funny because South Park finds finds ways to poke fun at that. And listen, this that's how that's how Khan can get into office for real. Oh yeah. You know what Hell I mean? Yeah. He's gonna get all he, like motherfuckers that don't want to vote for the white guy will just vote for him. All you know what I mean? Just I I like this minority. Where <laughs> we need to color it up. Florida's different though. Like Florida's yeah. not one of the places where it's a lot like that though. I mean, but what what what's the fourth office? Like mayor of what Jacksonville? Oh, I mean, it just says the fourth district. So I don't know like what I mean, I don't know what part of Florida that actually covers. I'm assuming like, you know, Orlando or like around there, because that's where he's at. I mean, he has the he has the I mean, yeah, Orlando is where everything's at. That's where uh because I've actually been the full sale. And that's what that's uh, that's it's an audio uh, engine. It's it's well, it's a it's a performance art school, right? But but that's also where they have the goddamn NXT at. And, and yeah, then, yeah. And then and then you know what I'm saying. Um, oh, the, I guess now they have their own shit for AEW. But before that, they used to rent that fucking same spot. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, let's see. Well, some BS news that we got from the Texans um, that they're unlikely to hire a defensive coordinator. They said Lovey Smith will call the plays, and it's his defense. I mean, he's been there. You think it's going to be just him for like one year? Like this might be just like a one year, like hump year, where it's literally like so much is changing that. It, really it's also for twenty twenty three already. Well, Lovey Smith is getting in there and he's doing one of these. You know what I mean? He's like, all right, you know what I mean? Back in the head coaching seat, and he's like, they're like, who's your DC going to be? You know, we have this guy, that guy. He's looking at this. They're all bums. <laughs> I'm going to do it this year. You know what I mean? And then you never know. He might see a linebackers coach. Or a D line coach, or a DB coach, some one of his position coaches that is like, you know what, man, you're doing your thing, bro. And then next year, because 
because the, you know what? Lovey Smith could have a defensive coordinator, but still have the title, right? Because yeah. like he may get someone right next to him who's like you know helping him out assistant. with stuff. Or, ba- yeah. Basically, a, a, like a QC. Yeah, you know what I'm exactly. No, but and, and then here, here's another thing. He could, here's another thing. It's also a real thing that maybe nobody even wants that job, bro. Like nobody wants to get. Like okay, you know, there's only so many coaching jobs, right? Thirty-two head coaching jobs, but there's hella position coaches. You know, then there's double the amount of coordinator jobs, right? As, as head yeah. coaches. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you take the wrong job and you're not successful, that could fuck up your resume. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I, I it's, it's probably also like you know, Lovey Smith. How old is he? Sixty-three now. He hasn't been around for a cool minute, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's been a, it's been a good while. So maybe a lot of his buddies are already been off and retired. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's usually what what head coaches do when they come back, you know, out of retirement, so to speak. Like Chucky, you know what I mean? That's why he, he was only able to bring in like Gunther or Greg Olson as his OC or, you know what I mean? Mike Mayock. Lovey Smith is Lovey Smith has been a coach since 1980, not in the NFL. Yeah, but like his coaching career started yeah. in 1980. So I mean, I'd imagine a lot of the guys that he trusts. I, listen, th- this is the team. They're in full rebuild mode, and they know it. And that's why oh, Lovey yeah. Smith. I bet you when they interviewed Lovey Smith, he said, "Cut the crap. This is my job because no one's gonna take this job." You know what I mean? And they're like, "All right, you can have the job, but we're not raising your pay." <laughs> He's like, "Deal." maybe that's why he hasn't hired a dc he's still the dc because they don't want to pay anyone because then they're gonna have to take that from out of the money he's already getting maybe he's getting the two checks he's like listen they're not giving me much as a head coach also as a dc i'm getting a double bag here (laughs) you never know it could be some shit like that but see here's the thing though is like i think lovey smith is not like one of those old curmudgeon, you know, retread hires. Like, right. I, you know, he was a great coach. I mean, he is a great coach. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he just went back to doing, uh, I mean, he was at, he was, where was it at? Illinois um, mm-hmm. head coach for what, four or five years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, kind of, it, it's kind of cool that he went back to college to get a feel for like the younger generation now, which are more like pansy ass and sensitive. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, that direct that directly translates to the NFL. So yeah, crazy. especially with these head coaches too, because if you can't if you can't connect with your players, like it doesn't matter. You can't connect with your coaches, like shit doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. So we got some news from the Falcons. Well, not really some news, but just Arthur Blank, you know, talking, and he said that they'd love to have Calvin Ridley back in 2022. They have no idea uh, what his future is. I said they're unsure of his future. Ridley's set to earn 11 mil. This year, under his fifth year option, and he's scheduled to be an unrestricted free agent in 2023. Um, that was part one, and then part two was that uh, he said Matt Ryan. Uh, when talking about Matt Ryan, they said no reason to think he won't be our QB, and because of his contract and the dead cap and all that shit, no way they're moving on from him this year. But this year is probably going to be his last year. Yeah, and they're going to go get like a second rate. QB replacement somewhere in this draft. I mean, shit. I mean, the the mock drafts, I mean, they have them taking them with their first pick. I believe, I don't think they have a first rounder. I think they have a second rounder. Yeah, I was going to say they don't have a first round pick. But all the QBs are kind of whack. So, like, even like the second, you know, but I mean, there might not even be a first round quarterback. They fucked up not taking Mac Jones and or Justin Fields. 
Yeah, instead of taking pits. Well, but they wouldn't have been able unless they were able to move on from Ryan. Like, okay, if his, his, his contract is so shitty the way that they loaded it, like they can't get like rid of him until still, after this year. But like, if you maybe they see what we don't see, like he's just killing it in practice. He looks so good. It looks like he never lost his step. Then he gets out there in real game time, and he just looks like he don't got it. Like, that's what I would base it on. You know, every time, though, like, we could go to his entire career. When he doesn't have Julio in the lineup, he looks different. Well, I mean, when it's when he didn't have Julio and he started Ridley, he was it, – it was it, for fantasy purposes, it was straight. Like, well, yeah. I think this is the first year. Did he not go over 4,000 this year? I bet he did. Let, I mean, he probably it. did, dude. But, like, I mean, like, I'm saying, like – Ryan's a- always had one good year and one bad year. And then you're the one who connected those dots to me. Yeah, it's like, but- you know, the new systems and all that. So he's yeah. shitty the first year with the new system and then balls out second year in that system. Oh, hold on. I can hear my son calling me. No, but here, here, here's here's what I want to combat that because it, it kind of got trumped the, the, with, with the, uh, the last go-around when they brought back – um, what's his name? Man, he was thirty. He was thirty-two yeah. yards short. Okay, of, uh, so fourth I want to because he was like religiously a four thousand yard passer. Even in those get those years, like I say, where like it's like he has the on and off years. Even in those off years, he was still going for fourth out. Well, you know what I mean? Does he get a pass that he didn't have Julio or Ridley this entire year? He had Pitts. Well, I mean, but yeah, but does does he erase not having Julio and Ridley though? No, but then I just like I'm gonna find a way to shit on Matt Ryan. <laughs> well, yeah, Matt Matt Ryan. I mean, he's up there. I mean, he's gonna turn 37 this year. I mean, he's been with the Falcons his entire career, you know, and he's always been he's always been a good middle of the road fantasy QB, someone who's between like number 10 and number 18, like religiously. Yeah, I mean, it's when you have weapons. Plus when you have Julio, when you have Julio, like that was the thing. Like Julio is a Hall of Fame wide receiver, like first ballot, like no question. He's been spoiled by that. Yeah, Julio, and then and see that's another thing too is Julio. Um, like when you trade Dallas for like two years or some shit, like, like they traded Julio, and, and, and that's probably because they didn't have a first round pick, and they're like, all right, let's just you know try to acquire some shit. I mean, but like Arthur Smith, like I, that's what sucks. He he took. I'm, I got your bubble. I'm looking for your bubble, dude. Like Arthur Smith, he takes the head coaching job, and and like. It's probably just because it's like, man, there's only 32 of them motherfuckers ever offered. So he grabbed yeah. it up because he went into a shit situation. Yeah. I bet you, you know, he's thinking like, okay, cool. I signed like a four-year contract, which probably means he only has two years really, right? Yeah. And he's like, okay, let's go ahead. Man, we need to get a QB in here because this guy, he's, he's, he's over the hill. And they're like, you know what? We want Kyle Pitts. <laughs> yeah. And did they trade up for him there too? No. Nah. Okay. That's just where they, they were at. They were, they were they were an interesting spot because they also could have like traded out, you know what I mean, and traded back a few, like, you know what I'm saying, like, and still. Yeah, I see the. I'm looking at Matt Ryan right now. So his dead cap next year is 15 mil. Mm-hmm. So that's the year that they could cut him if they were gonna, you know, cut off their nose to spite their face because it's. I mean, shit. Last year he was 67 dead cap. Uh, this year he's 40, 40 dead cap. 
So yeah, that'd, that'd be huge. Like you can't you can't just uh, cut him. And no one's gonna want to trade. No one's gonna want to trade for his. Uh... Yeah. Hey, the, let me. I'll be right back. I can. I can hear the baby waking up. I'll be right back. All right, we're rumor milling. As soon as you come back. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just smoke it up and uh, kill a minute or two until Bogard comes back. And then uh, we got three rumors that I saw, um, all involving either QBs or big-time players. And uh, you guys remember, don't forget, you guys, I'm having the Super Bowl stream, and I'm going to be doing two giveaways. So the first giveaway is going to be we're giving away the Fuck Team Defense shirt, two of them. Um, I got them in white. I got them in black. It's the hashtag fuck team defense, like right across the chest. Super dope. Uh, that's going to be going to either two Patreons or YouTube members. You know, if you're signed up on a subscription anywhere, um, if you gave uh, super chats over the last like two weeks, it went to that. And now we're doing the Brandon Ayukin sign jersey. Oh, yeah. Check that out right there. And this is strictly for people who are either leaving donations through Cash App, Apple Pay, or uh, Facebook Messenger, or Super Chats as well. So for every $5 donation that you do through Cash App, Apple Pay, or Facebook Messenger, you get three entries into the giveaway. For every $5 Super Chat that you do, you get two entries into the giveaway. And YouTube takes some of the money. That's why you get more entries doing it the other way um, by sending Cash App, Apple Pay, or through Facebook Messenger. And uh, all you got to do, just uh, say Brandon Ayuk or throw in a Brandon Ayuk uh, GIF or something like that, and then I'll know what it's going towards. And, uh, yeah, you're going to be able to get the the jersey super cheap as of right now because there's uh, there's not a lot of entries in. I believe there's only like like uh, three or four entries in, well, I mean, no, three or four people entered as of now. So maybe like, uh, I believe it's like 10 entries or so that are in. So yeah, you throw $10, throw $10 down on Cash App or Apple Pay or Facebook Messenger. They get you six entries. That's going to get you a big percentage of uh, of the entries to start. Oh yeah, and here we go. <laughs> For this pimp daddy. Puff puff giving this motherfucker. Man, ain't nothing wrong with smoking weed. Weed is from the earth. God put this here for me and you. Take advantage, man. Take advantage, man. (coughs) (coughs) You guys hear about the... You guys hear about the NBA trades that are happening? We'll start. We're going to talk about these rumors as soon as Bogard gets back. But um, 76ers making a big-time move to get Harden, Harden. Traded away Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks. I mean, man, they, they gave up the farm to get Harden. That was a grip. And Harden hasn't even looked that great uh, this year. And then... Uh, who else made the trade? Oh, yeah, the Wizards and the Mavs. Wizards getting uh, Chris Stapp's Porzingis. Oh, man, and a second rounder. And then the Mavs receive Spencer uh, Dinwiddle and Davis Bartons. Uh, Burtons. I have no idea who the hell those are. I know who Chris Stapp's Porzingis is, though. Yeah, and Ronald said we got rid of Simmons. That's all that matters. <laughs> Bro. They were, uh, I mean, they've been trying to get rid of Simmons forever. It's like weird how him and Embiid just uh, 
you know, just couldn't mesh. And JoJo said <laughs> Sixers are smoking cock. I don't know what the hell. Um, I mean, that was a, that's a lot to give up, but I know they wanted to get rid of Ben Simmons. And how, how do you think that that helps them, Ronald? Do you think that helps them make a push at anything? I know that they were one of the better teams, um, well, at least in the regular season. Yeah, and Antonio said, I like the Harden and Embiid duo. Curious to see how that plays out because that sounds like a match made in heaven. I sh they, they should just be able to, uh, you know, play a lot of give and go. Like between them, we know Harden likes to pass. Embiid's a beast. So, yeah. And uh, Ronald said, yeah, it's weird how a basketball player doesn't shoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's super weird. That is super weird. And Antonio said, I think with Harden, they're the favorites to go to the finals now. I mean, got to be, because I know last year, I mean, I'm not following basketball like that much, too much football shit going on. But yeah, I remember last year, they were one of the better teams like in the playoffs. And then, I mean, just didn't make it all the way. And yeah, maybe Harden's a move that uh, that actually makes it happen. And Ronald said, makes them better for the next two or three years, for sure. And after that, Sixers will go into a few bad ones. And Tony said he refuses to learn how to shoot. I, I don't get that. Like, I don't get that. I mean, even Jordan says, you know, he wasn't the best three-point shooter. Like, when he started and then just, like, made it a part of his game to where he just kept shooting. Yeah, that's, uh, I don't know what's up with Ben Simmons. <laughs> He's just been a big bust. Just been a big bust over there. All right, let's get another bowl, and Bogard should be back here real soon. I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm going to get you high today because it's Friday. You ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. And Ronald said he won't even shoot uh, shoot two-pointers, though. No, I, I know, I know. I was just talking. I was just making, uh, you know, comparison and say he doesn't have to shoot threes. Yeah, he just needs to shoot, like, in general. Like, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Such a big body, and... Uh, yeah. Afraid to use all assets of it. Don't give me that shit about it's a drug. It ain't no motherfucking drug. I done done the research. It's just a plant. It just grows like that. And if you should so happen to set it on fire, there are some effects. There are. <coughs> and Antonio said net stock falling fast. Dude, that is a failed experiment, man. <coughs> failed experiment. I wonder how much uh, Steve Nash is, like, making the situation better or worse. Like, I wonder how good of a coach he actually is. KD just looking average in uh, in today's um, in today's NBA. Kyrie, I mean, geez, another story for another day. And Ronald said, well, Harden fits uh, the Sixers way better than the Nets. That's why I didn't get it. Like, he didn't even fit with the Nets. Like, that was, I mean... I know it was Houston just wanted to get rid of him just because I mean nothing was gonna happen with him anymore. But yeah, that was that that was really dumb. That was really dumb. It was definitely uh, definitely one of just those box office moves. And uh, and Simmons can sh um, can actually not shoot there and be okay. Yeah, they don't need him to be a shooter there. They don't need him to be there. And Kyrie can't play in New York and L.A. Oh shit, because of being uh, having to be like um, fully vaccinated, right? Is that what it is? And uh, the Nets got the better deal, but fuck, I'll take it. I mean, that that was a grip to give up, but I mean, 
Harden could do more for the team than like all of those guys put together. I mean, it's the two future first, you know, I mean, you gave up, you, I, I mean, he didn't even, they didn't even give up too much for now, except for Ben Simmons, which they hated him anyways. Like Seth Curry. I mean, he's a role player, Andre Drummond. I mean, he's a role player. Wasn't even a starter. Was he It's just those two first round picks? Like that was, uh, you know, but they're going to be low pick because they're going to be good. Um, they're they're going to be good for the next couple years. So, yeah, in the NBA, it's crazy how it's like, it's really like you're a lottery, <laughs> you get a lottery pick, or it's just like your pick is trash, like all together. Yep, Antonio, right there. Yep, first they're going to be late picks, so not that bad. And Ronald said Curry is is a pretty good extra player. Oh yeah, he's he's really good, but he's also one of those guys. I mean. Came up through the G League and all that. I, I mean, wasn't even drafted. Um, so I just feel like, you know, there's just not a lot of, uh, you didn't have to pay much to get him. So maybe that's just what it is. It's it's an extra piece that the Nets were like, nah, you got to come up off that if you want us to come up off the Harden. All right, here we go. You ready? I got three, uh, three rumors that came across uh, today. Okay, lay it on me. We're going to save the best for last. Well, at least the best that that you'll want to talk about. So first one that I saw, Russell Wilson potentially going to the Eagles. Wait, wait, Russell, my bad. I'm still a little matrix. Russell Wilson, what? Potentially to the Eagles. That makes sense. Fits their style of what they're doing. I know uh, Deshaun Watson, you know, like we heard all the rumors about Deshaun Watson potentially going to the Eagles and stuff like that. So it does make I sense. Mean, I mean, because the Eagles, see, you could put the Eagles in damn near every rumor or He's every name two. you could attach to them because they got all the picks. Yeah. They got three first-round picks coming up in this draft. Yeah. You know what I mean? So – I, I like that one. That one's spicy because they got a great offensive line. I mean, they're getting older, but they got a great line. You know what I mean? And, and that's like, always been Wilson's biggest beef. Get me a line. And what do they do? What's one of the first things they do? They, they trade away Unger over for uh, for Jimmy Graham way back then, in the day. Of course, of course, you'll go ahead and send off Jalen Hurts, right? Probably in the trade. Unless the Seahawks, you know, they, they, you know, they, they draft somebody with one of them picks, but it seems, it seems more likely that Hertz would be in it. Um, yeah. So Hertz would go, probably go on the trade. Cause there's also a lot of like my man, Gardner Minshew to Ginsu rumors, like that he might be like, you know, one of those guys that fills up, you know, and when musical chairs stop, he's going to be like getting that last chair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's, and then, so like, if he was to trade for Russell Wilson, then you just get some regular, you know, veteran uh, a, a backup. Maybe it's a Flacco again or something like that. And then you could trade, you know, Hertz goes on the Russell Wilson trade and you get anything you can out of Minshew in a trade. You know what I mean? And Stu said, fuck that shit. Don't put that shit in the atmosphere. No Watson, no Wilson, no Rodgers in the NFC East. <laughs> <laughs> and look at, look at this. Russell Wilson, I was already putting him with the Giants, but like they don't have the assets, you know what I mean? Outside of like some players, but like, why would they just, why would Russell Wilson who has a no trade clause even want to go there 
if like part of the deal was like, okay, give me Saquon and so and so and so and so. You know what I mean? Yeah, it it would. Su- I mean, I, I don't know why he would want to do some shit like that either. I mean, unless he's going out to New York because he wants that New York endorsement money, which then there's have, just a different level. I mean, you go to Philly though. You have you have young Devontae Smith, who who are you know that could, you know we've seen Russell Wilson have that pretty rainbow throw. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, Just, and that you know so all day down the field to, to, to Smith, but then you got Dallas Goddard, bro, who's like all of a sudden going to be overdrafted now and redraft. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then obviously Miles Sanders becomes interesting, and you know what I mean? Like it's just. I like it. You got a, you got a good. I like that better than the Giants move. Oh yeah, I mean, you got a really good defense. You know, they they made it to the playoffs. <laughs> Who knows how? You know, it's a, it's the NFC though. But yeah, just something that came across there seemed really interesting. And like you said, because of the the draft capital that they got right now and all the picks and shit, Eagles mm-hmm. might make a move if they really don't like Jalen Hurts. This could be the time for them to make a move. I mean, Jalen Hurts, he had a purpose. His purpose was to Get somehow, <laughs> somehow light a fire under under Wentz's ass. When that went awry, they were still able to trade Wentz away. And then they're like, okay, cool, we're gonna do this this Hurts thing. They are, you know, they already had their pick no matter where they ended up in first, right? And then they had the Colts and they had Miami's. You know what I mean? So getting into the – they're playing with house money. You didn't, You know, they're still trying to win. They got into the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> All right. Now, <laughs> this gets extra spicy right here. The Bears really want to get Devontae Adams over them, and they're going to target him heavily in free agency. Hmm. You know what's crazy is, like the Packers and and the, and the Bears, they do this all the time. You know what I mean? Because like, they hate each other so much. Yeah, and like the Packers could fuck around and franchise tag Devonta Adams just because of this. Now, you know what I mean? <laughs> and just fuck and and Devonta Adams was man, fuck this place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, because then it's like now you have all the leverage if you're the Packers. Like, okay, now you want him, you got to trade for him. Give me everything you got. Oh, you don't got nothing. When Ronald said, why would Adams want to go to the Bears? I mean, Justin Fields, if he's what everyone thinks that he is, and, you know, I mean, that's Mm -hmm. what they think he's going to be, you know, an up-and-coming QB. Got a really solid defense. Then they're rebuilding over there. It's a brand-new regime. They just got rid of, uh, of Nagy's ass, and so... I mean, they're on the up and up, especially what if Aaron Rodgers doesn't I mean, come back? Yeah, that, I think that's what this is based on. Like, like, and, and okay, who here? How about this? Remove the name Chicago Bears. Put any team on that instead. Oh and yeah, the statement's the same. Everybody's yeah. gonna actively try to get Devontae Adams. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And like, if I'm Devontae Adams and I'm reading this shit, I'm laughing because I'm like, I ain't going there. You know what I mean? And of course, if he went there, that would mean Rogers is not coming back, or there's no Denver where where he can go meet him up there. Because that that's the only possibility. Like it's not like the Steelers would trade for Rogers and be like, okay, hey, let's pay Devontae Adams the biggest contract ever for a receiver, right? Only the Broncos are in a position to do that because they have the money. You know what I mean? So if if Rogers doesn't go to the Broncos 
or he doesn't go back to Green Bay, that's probably the only time he would consider Chicago because then it would be like, give me the biggest bag you fucking got. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this is all based on if they didn't franchise tag him. Right. Which I'm sure the Packers will. Yep. And Ronald said right there, rebuild, and he wants to go to a contender. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, not all of the contenders got money, too. So, like, if he was to go to a contender, and because Rodgers was there, you know what I mean? Like, but what contender? I mean, I guess Tennessee. Say Tennessee fucked around and popped up with Aaron Rodgers somehow. You know, you got Matt LaFleur. He knows Vrabel. Maybe they work it out. Boom. Tannehill gets traded in, in, in the inverse part of the trade. And then somehow they got Rodgers there. Maybe, maybe I, I'm pretty sure they could they could twerk it where they can fucking bring in uh, Devontae Adams, and maybe yep. he only gets like a two year deal, and it's fully low, you know, it's fully guaranteed, and you know, some bullshit like that. They would do shit like yep. that. Yeah. And Elvis right. says, if you're the Bears, do you trade Mac for a first and a second? I don't think Mac is nobody's paying a first, first and a second. second. Nah, he's thirty. He's yeah. uh. He's gonna turn thirty-one years old. In a couple weeks. He got he got a fatty contract. Yeah. See, th- that's where this is the worst where... part. This is the worst time for teams to trade for someone like that, taking on a huge ass contract. Yeah, and it can, and usually the back end of the contract. This is why when whenever it's big big paid players restructure their contract, what are they doing? They're throwing money to the back end. So then, so that way, the team that they're taking more. Well, you're getting more up front when you yeah. restructure than you would get or whatever. And then, yeah, you throw more on the back end, but that's yeah. why most players get cut before they make it to the end of their contract. Exactly. You know what I mean? And in this case, if someone was to trade away Cleo Mack, they probably would want him to uh, structure his shit. His cap, his cap hit this year is 30 mil. Next year is 28. And the year after that is 26. So He's got a fat ass contract. I mean, I, I'm, I'm of the mindset that like, if he's the type of guy that's going to spend the next two years in Chicago and then be done with football, that's higher. That's that's the high likelihood to me. And yeah. then if he does get traded, it would be one of those in-season trades where, like, you know, there's a t- like the Rams or some bullshit. You know how they, you know, they, they could cut him. They could cut him next year if they really wanted to. Eleven mil against the cap. So I mean, that's still a big hit just to like let someone go. That's not bad. That's not I, bad. You're better than the twenty four that it would be yeah. this year. And, we're, and we're getting an extra what twenty three, twenty four million this year on the cap. So yeah, you know what I mean. There, there, there is that right there. You know what I mean? Oh shit! Ronald said they actually tried that at the deadline. Well, I mean, but yeah, nobody, I mean, but nobody see, no takers. Hold on, it's squinty eyed. <laughs> Dumbass Ryan pays that. That's why it couldn't have got done. You know what I mean? That guy sucks, dude. The deals that guy made. I mean, first of all, the Khalil Mack trade. Okay, cool. You did your thing in that trade, right? I yeah. think they only gave up two firsts. Something like that. I can't remember. Maybe like it was like a first. It was a first and some other shit. Either way, I thought that trade was decent for them. And then obviously they had to pay him, so they did. But then you then you get bamboozled by my Niners before that. It's like you see, I've seen, you know, Ryan Pace do dumbass shit, and I've seen him do like semi brilliant stuff. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. yeah, like my Niners bamboozled, and we 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 made them think we wanted Trubisky, and then goddamn made them trade one up. You know what I mean? Because they're right behind us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like, Ryan Pace. Look at the Allen Robinson thing. How poorly he handled that. Look at how poorly he handled the coaching situation. Like I heard 
I heard Nagy never ever wanted to give uh, Trubisky a, a shot. And every, you know, they've gone into the playoffs that first year. Uh, uh, he was the head coach. If it's not for the double doink, maybe that defense carries them on because you know they had something going. They had Jordan Howard running his ass off. Long story longer. You know what I mean? The first chance he got, what did he do? He brought in fucking Nick Foles. He's like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I I'm just going to keep bringing in motherfuckers that. You know what I mean? Who did he bring yeah. in this year? Oh, they drafted. They're like, man, we got to draft somebody. You feel me? Like, they were just not fucking with. Even last year, they, they said, it. we're not picking up your fifth-year option. Yeah. You know what I mean, I feel bad for the kid. His story, it sucks. Like, his, that his, his story is like that because, like, Man, he definitely wasn't ready for the NFL, but I mean, he de he definitely did have like he had he had moldability. You know what I mean? And uh, David, I know you did say this yesterday. I saw the comment and I laughed at it, but uh, it didn't work into where I read it out. So David took over one of the orphan teams. Uh, yeah, that had, and uh, it's not the best. It is not the best. Like he's only got two QBs, um, Tom Brady and uh, Zach Wilson, and it's a it's a hustler league, so it's super flex. And uh, David said, I told you yesterday I'd trade Bortles for a ham sandwich. I'm hungry. <laughs> right. I mean, shit. He had all the Green Bay, though. Like, uh, or Well, at least all the Green Bay backups, I mean, because he didn't have Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, if, if I'm him right now, go do this, bro. Just see if, like, Mason Rudolph and or Blaine Gabbert, guys like that. I mean, it's a hustling, so they're probably not out there, but – just, you know, Mason Rudolph, uh, Dwayne Askins, Gardner Minshew, you know, um, uh, who, did I, who, who did I just say? Blaine Gabbert, just great. Yeah. Kyle Trask, or Kyle Trask won't be out there for sure. But, you know what I mean? Well, just, none, just, none, of the, none of these guys are available, but I bet you can trade them. I, I bet you can acquire them for cheap. Yeah. You know what I'm doing? If I want a QB, bro, I'm looking for someone who has a high pick. And like I'll just try to trade him one of my existing running backs or something because running backs shelf life ain't that long, so I'll just be like, "Yo, I got so and so for you," you know what I mean? And then they can then just convince them they could try to target a QB since they have a high pick, you know what I mean? And we can <laughs> see who are all the. Uh, I actually have the one hundred and one um, in this league. I, I won the championship, but um, but uh, Antonio traded me uh, his pick in last year's draft and he ended up finishing off with the 101 so i got the 101 justin nets got the 102 i don't know if he traded it away or not and then anthony too cool has got the number three yeah and i think that's it uh that i can see right there so those are the those are a couple guys that you should be like targeting you know maybe targeting their first round draft pick yeah I mean, and then like you when you when you look at the QB carousel, like you know, like Carolina low key is gonna try. You know, I, I can see them trying to make a move for one of these free agents, or maybe. Oh wait, wait, wait! So yeah, you ready for the? Here we go for the okay. last. All right, so where was it? Where was it? James said, "Who's the next QB for Tampa Bay next season?" So Jimmy G. We already know that his potential of getting traded is very, very high. He literally it's not very high. It's inevitable. It's gonna happen. It's just what are we? It's just who, and it's just what we're gonna get back. Like, like so the leader who are we trading with. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, so the leader, at least that we're hearing as of right now, there's four teams that are in the. Let mix. me try to guess. Go ahead. 
Tampa Bay, obviously. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Um, give me the Saints. Mm. Okay. You already, give, you already give, said give, one of them. Give me Miami. Yeah, g- give me Carolina. Yep. Give me Miami. Oh, well, I mean, I guess they have two. Why would they do that? But I, I was correlating because Mike Daniels is there. Oh, Mike McDaniels, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Okay, let me – give me the Texans. Okay, hold on. I got one more. Okay, I know there's – you said there's one more team. There's two more teams. Two more teams. <clears throat> one of them's a team that we've been talking about all year about getting a new QB. Oh, the Eagles? <clears throat> okay. Yeah, new QB. Oh, the Giants? <laughs> what? Wow. I mean, I guess, I guess there was a few. That I guess I, I mean. Oh, oh, the 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 Commandos. <laughs> okay, that made sense. And then there's one other one that I might even be a little bit more obvious. Well, may, maybe, maybe Dan- not. Denver. <clears throat> Close. Oh, oh, the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> Opposite got way colder. The Steelers. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, I thought, man, I, I should, I should have been said that. I knew that was one of the ones. Yeah, that was the one that we've been talking about all year. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were gonna get a new one, new QB. Yeah, it, it's funny though because um, all those places that you named. Okay, so let's so say- let, me, let me just go down it again. The Bucks, Washington, Panthers, Steelers. Okay, so those four teams, those teams could go. They just need a QB. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's what makes Jimmy interesting. Because if this is a team that's trying to rebuild, like Jimmy's not like – even for for us, I believe it when we say we want to – you know, we want him to be happy where he goes. So we're looking at these spots that can, and I'm, and it's funny because Tampa Bay is probably the one that he would be like, yeah, get send me there. You know what I mean? Because he already has, you know, they're, they're going to view it like, you know, they implicated a lot of the stuff that Tom Brady used to do. You know what I mean? Obviously, they're just going to correlate it even just with that. Is all you know what I mean? We had Tom Brady. Now let's have Jimmy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Jimmy Watch is going to correlate it like that anyway. But I think. The Steelers one getting him out of conference, not like anyone should be super afraid of Jimmy. Maybe that'd even be better. They're like, you know, keep him in conference because we know all his weaknesses. We know, <laughs> you feel me? Like, but I, I like mean, trading like him to the Bucks to the Bucks or the Panthers. You know, I mean, totally getting them. I mean, away from away from the West. You know, anyways. I mean, three of these teams, uh, three out of the four are NFC teams. So. Either way, I, I don't think they're too worried about Jimmy. I mean, we know what he is, and you know what he isn't, and he isn't a gunslinger. So it's really just him game managing. Probably Carolina. They got a higher pick. And we're, we're going to want something immediate. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Maybe we even, uh, you know, maybe we What do you think up. about? Give, give me just, I mean, from a 49ers standpoint. What they, got a cor- they, got, they got Stephon Gilmore over there. I'd take him in the trade. Yeah, I don't think they're going to give up Stephon Gilmore. They just traded for him. Well, they traded they traded for him. The trade happens right after their their rookie cornerback gets hurt, goes down for the year. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
And then, you know, they were for him before he could even play. Like he was there like three or four weeks before he could even, before he could even play. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he was there for like two weeks before he got on the field. Your version is probably better. I can't remember, but yeah. I remember he sat for a few weeks, though. Yeah, because he had to get he had he still. <laughs> and Ronald had said, uh, if they get a second rounder, they're lucky. Because I don't think he. It, I think it would be. It have to be a player. He's the like, Super Bowl QB. Ah, huh? and not a Super Bowl winning QB. Hey, he's been there. I can name. I bet you. I bet you that they have a picture of them, like when they're talking. You know, whether it's in person, whether it's over Zoom. I bet they have a picture or something that they flash up there on the screen, and they do it just like you said. Eh, eh. Jimmy, eh? <laughs> hey, they're like, and they, they start talking about, like, you know, he's four and two in the, or he's four and three in the playoffs. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not shitty. They're like. You know, he has an award-winning smile. All these, you know what I mean? He's a he's a hell of a locker room guy. He's, he's banging porn stars. And they're like, yeah, he's talking about Jimmy. And they're like, I come out here and open the door up. And then it walks in, Jimmy's like, ah. And Ronald said they couldn't even get a third round for Foles. Uh, they, they had to pay him a $2 million cut fee. Hold on. Foles, whatever you get for Foles, you came up. You know what I mean? Let's, well, he's saying they didn't get anything for him. Let's see. He said they had to get rid of him. Get rid of him. Foles might have might, sold his soul to the devil to get that one. You know what I mean? The hype on Jimmy is real. Like, that's what it is. The hype on Jimmy is real, that he came from the Patriots. Like, everything that happened, he was better than Tom Brady. You got to sell on recency bias, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he made it. Made it to the Super Bowl and made it within one game of the Super Bowl over his how long has he been there? Four years or three years? He came there mid seventeen. So uh, and then he then he got injured like by week four in eighteen. So I'd say you know that he had the five games seventeen four nine. He he's played he's played about nineteen twenty and twenty one. He's played two full seasons, and then you can combine the third season from 17, 18, and, and 20. Because and 20. he remember, he, he tore his shit. Or he, he pretty much missed most of 20, uh, 2020 also. Yep. Yeah, if they get a second or third uh, and a role player. Yeah. I mean, that, I, I mean, that's what I feel like. It's probably going to be something like that. Like, it's definitely not going to be a first rounder. And if it's a second rounder, it's probably going to be a low second rounder. Yeah, Tampa Bay. I mean, here's another thing, too. If I'm trading to a quote-unquote contender and they're already a good team, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be like, I want that first-round pick because they're probably going to trade out that bitch anyway. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that, that's the real thing. Like, if I'm trading with Tampa Bay, I'm like, hey, hey, I want that, that first-round pick. It's the back of the first round. Let me get that. No one's giving up a first rounder for Jimmy though. Hey. Unless they're getting more. Unless they're get I mean, is Jimmy by himself worth a first rounder? Like, I don't know. I'm I'm saying if it's the back of the first round, so it, and the team's a contender, and that's why they have one of the back of the first round picks. Cause they got I mean, if they off. if if they did that, I bet it wouldn't be just straight up Jimmy for the first. I bet they'd be I bet the Niners would be giving back a pick or something like that. Hey. But, Let's do. 
Well, hey, we need it all. We don't got no we don't got no picks. We we got no, what number I like, mean, I know you don't have any first rounders, but you don't have yeah. any second rounders either. I know we got we got a few. Yeah, and Ronald said it was a it was a small miracle that um that Wentz got the conditional first. Yeah, I mean, how, but see here here's the genius for for Howie Roseman. There was a there was a stipulation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there was a stipulation. You remember that? It was like yep. he has to play X amount percentage of the season, yep. or you don't get a first round. Yeah, and like he almost, he almost, like him actually playing. I mean, no, him getting hurt almost screwed the Eagles again. You know what I mean? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, and he came back for the first game, so that was kind of cool. You know, at least for them, they knew he wasn't going to mess it up on the wrong, on the wrong foot, so to speak. In his, uh, <laughs> is that right, Fat Cat? <laughs> but all right. Just wanted to get in some of those rumor mills, and I like uh, that Russell Wilson one. I like it when I when I heard some for the first time on this show because I never heard that one until now. There we go. There we go. I got my ears to the streets. I got a few people uh, trying to find up stuff, uh, find whatever they can on social media and in all these articles out there. So yeah, tomorrow, oh, yeah. tomorrow is the last day for FNCG show. So make sure you guys tune in. We don't really have anything planned, but I'm sure it'll be a fun one. But tonight, the circle it happening, going live in about an hour from now. Bogey, why don't you tell them about that? I don't know who you're talking to right now. Who Who is this just Bogey? You mean back-to-back two-time champion of the circle, Bogey? The crotch. Below the belt. Below, below the navel, crushing the navel, crushing the army, crushing the disciples, crushing the legion of doom, crushing them all. <laughs> I want to get some. I have like a small window of time to grab some brew before yeah. the show starts. Yeah, I'm get some. Uh, I'm get some food here in the meantime. But uh, yeah, make sure you guys tune into that. Going live in about an hour. JC Money ah, Show who, uh, is, is starting real soon. Who do who do we got on on the on the circle today? We got Bogey in the house. We got uh, Tylo Brandt in the house, the fantasy tyrant. We got JC Money in the house. We got TD. We got Spencer the Guru. Uh, Peacock should be in the building as well. And then uh, Taco, Taco Vega should be in the building as well. Yes. We're going to have a good old battle royal. I love it. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. For sure. Hell, yeah. Well, we'll see you guys there. It's in about an hour. Peace out, everybody. Peace. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise, I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut.
know the stat quo. Finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of Eastside Ho, where they know my name.